All right, and welcome to the very first edition of Throw the Keys on It podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Dalton. You guys are in luck tonight. We are about ready to win you some money. Along to my left, I got Nikki P., Nick Pullen. Nick, how are we feeling today? We're doing good. Ready to win some money. Let's go. Let's go. And to my right over here, I'm joined by Matty Football, Matt Jacob. Matt, how's it going? Hey, we're feeling dangerous. Let's get it going. Uh, I love it, boys. I love it. Now, you guys are very special listeners, and you guys got it really well because this is the very first edition of this podcast, which means you get to take it to your friends. You get to go brag, oh, I'm winning all this money, and it's all thanks to us. So we're going to get started here. Now, our very first edition of the podcast, we're going to get going with our Power 5 parlay. And boys, it's Championship Saturday. Hey, let's go. You know what that means. Hey, this is the end of the season. We're going to win some money. We're going to start here in the Pac-12 Friday night, the game no one cares about, Washington versus Utah. Matt, let's start with you. What do you got here? The spread's 5.5. You know, I really like Washington 5.5 here. Uh, Washington won that first game by 14 in the regular season. Kind of a revenge game for Utah. I just I don't see it happening. Zach Moss out, starting running back. Also, Brent Huntley out. Uh, it's going to be very low scoring. Utah's got a very good defense. Washington just way more balanced. They're going to they're, they're make the plays to win the game. I like Washington five and a half. Nick, what do you got on this game? Yeah, I got to side with Matt there. I think uh, the fact that Utah's star QB and running back are out are a big factor in the game. Uh, Washington is just too good to handle for Utah's defense. And really, they're the best three-loss team in the nation. They got all three losses coming by a combined 10 points. I mean, that's that's 10 points that flips your flips your record into an undefeated season. Yeah, you know, I, I had some trouble with this game. Um, I kind of went back and forth. I'm actually going to take Utah plus the points. Um, I really like Kyle Whittingham. I, I think you give him a second shot. I know Chris Peterson on the other side is real good. Um but they're playing good ball right now. And, you know, Jake Browning came into the season, Heisman Trophy candidate. Pretty bad. Pretty terrible this season. I think he's thrown for 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions. I don't think that's going to do I do think Washington wins the game late. Uh, I think Peterson sneaks one out. But I do think they only win by a field goal. I'm going to take Utah plus the points here, uh, five and a half. So um, next game we'll jump into. We're going to jump right into the Big 12. This is the showdown. We The, the, the rematch between Texas and Oklahoma. Now, this one started Oklahoma minus 8 at AT&T Stadium, 11 a.m. Boys, what do you got? Boys, we're going to start it off early, and we're throwing the keys early. Oh, hold on. Oh, we wow. have our throw the keys on it. We each get one throw the keys. This is our lock. This is Nick's go-to game. Let's hear it, Nick. I'm throwing my keys on Texas plus 8. Give me the points, and not only throw the keys on it, but give me the super dog. Oh, and now we got a double dog. So just it. for you first-time listeners, this is our first game. Uh, we each, on this Throw the, P- Throw the Keys podcast, we each get one. Throw the Keys, that's our lock. That's our go-to game uh, of the week. Double down, throw all you got on it. Uh, and we each also get a risk it to get the biscuit super dog pick. And Nick is taking Texas outright versus Oklahoma. Why, Why, Nick? Why? Give me Texas money line. Four words, one explanation. Okay, cool. Hook them. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, honestly, honestly, Matt, I hate that pick. I absolutely hate it. What do you got? Hey, let me come in here really quick. I love the pick. I love the pick. Not my super dog. Not my super dog by any means. This is why I, I like the pick. First off, with Oklahoma, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a Kyler Murray that's going to come out. He's going to put up points. 
Their defense is awful. It's atrocious. Terrible. It's absolutely absolutely terrible. terrible. Seventh grade defense. Absolutely terrible. These guys are gonna give up points. Why I also why I like Oklahoma, why this makes me why I'm struggling with this is there's something to be said about a rivalry game and losing that first one. I think it's a an opportunity though for Texas to kind of make that statement. Like we keep saying Texas is back. Well, here this is an opportunity for them to show us Texas is back. I like Texas that they pound the ball, they make stops. Like Oklahoma to win, but I like Oklahoma just by that touchdown. I think that one point saves you with Texas. I like Texas plus eight. Yeah, you know the the minus eight's tough there. Uh, I, I I wish it was seven. I wish it was six and a half. Uh, I'm actually taking Oklahoma minus the points. Now, just a little, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this little controversy before the game. I saw um, Kyler Murray was asked to comment on whether he respects the game uh, of his counterpart, Sam Ellinger. His response, I have no comment on that. No comment. No respect. No respect. words. Kyle Murray's fighting words. Hey, Ellinger's response, though? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Hook him. I love it. (laughs) Wow, got to love that. But, you know, Texas... I don't. It's I'm gonna not be a really, dog fight. It's gonna be a dog fight. I'm not really buying Texas. You That's, know, ever since they beat beat Oklahoma, here's their here's their last couple of games since they beat Oklahoma. They beat go in and beat Baylor by six. Lose to Oklahoma State on the road. Lose a close one in West Virginia in a good game. Go barely beat Texas Tech, who just fired their head coach. Take care of Iowa State and then beat Kansas by seven. They're not playing good right now. But I hey, don't. But hey, they step up when the time is right. They got they got a dude a wideout Lil Jordan Humphrey dude's dude's good a- emphasis good. on Lil Jordan that's actually his first name and eight <laughs> tu- eight tutties from Jordan Sam Ellinger eight tutties from Sam Ellinger he's about to get four on Brendan Radley Hiles that kid got burned time hey. and time again hey, last come on, weekend GBR hey. GBR I will say I, I like Oklahoma minus eight I actually think they win by like fourteen I think Texas is little brother. I know they beat him before, but I think they're little brother until they beat him in a big game. You're buying that defense for a couple stops. I think so. I don't think Texas's offense is good enough to keep up with Oklahoma. All right. All right. All right. So some disagreements there. We're going to jump to the game of the week. Matt over here, Matty Bama, big hey, Alabama fan. Roll Tide. <laughs> no one liked anybody for being bad. Let's go. So, so here we got Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship game. Uh, this is in Atlanta, so a little bit of a home game for Georgia, even though Bama fans are going to travel well. Uh, the line I got is 13 and a half, yep. uh, Bama. So let's start over with you, Matt, since you're the uh, rolled tight expert. Who you got here? You know, I wanted to make this my throw the keys on a game, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, the 13 and a half, two touchdowns, I like Alabama to cover. I do. But what I don't like about it, it's a, it's a revenge game because – when you get beat that way in a national championship game, it sticks with you. Uh, this is for the title. It's in Atlanta. It's a home game, but this is the this is this is the deal. Here's the deal, boys. Georgia at home doesn't matter anyway. We saw what Alabama did going into an environment at LSU, the hardest place to play. That and the eleven o'clock Northwestern game, two games you never want to get into. Right. They went in there and shut the door on them. This is the best Alabama team, the most complete Alabama team, offense, defense. I mean, what George is going to have to do to stay in this game is they're going to have to run the ball in between the tackles. But I'm telling you right now, Bama's got some dogs on that defensive line. They got Quinnen Williams, probably the top five pick in the NFL draft next year. Guy can flat out play. Then they have the fastest linebackers, Dylan Moses. They got Mack running around there. These guys are absolute animals. I like them to shut the door on the run game. 
it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be a, it's going to be a low scoring game, but I like Alabama by by more than by more than fourteen. I like them actually by three touchdowns. Okay, of course the homers got Bama. All right, all right, Nick, let's hear a real opinion. It was it was a tough it was a tough choice. I mean, the line honestly, Vegas did a great job. Thirteen and a half. It's it's right on that two touchdown line. Right. Uh, it, it's just tough to really predict what you're gonna you're gonna get out of Bama. Is it gonna be the Bama we saw in the first half against the Citadel, or is it gonna be the Bama we've seen all year? Um, and, and the fact that it's in Georgia, that just even makes it all the more confusing. Uh, but it, it just doesn't matter. This team is simply too good. Right. Tua has Absolutely. a QBR of 95.9. The kid doesn't even play in the fourth quarter. It, it's, it's not going to be a route by any means, but, but Jake Fromm has simply not seen a defensive line like this all year. It, it's going to be Bama handily. Give me 13.5, two-touchdown win. Yeah, when, when Georgia you know, did see a, a – the closest defensive line they they played to Alabama LSU, they got they got killed, they got murdered. So you know this line is tricky. I really wanted to take Georgia. I wanted to take the points uh, because we kind of counted them out in the championship game and look how that happened. But um, it, it's Bama. It feels like one of those games that's going to be close for three quarters, and then Bama just kind of stomps on the gas. Uh, so even even in a close game, I still think Bama wins uh, by seventeen or twenty one. So I'm gonna take Bama. Uh, minus the points as well. So we're all on the same page there. Um, okay, we got a snoozer of the game. This is where you, um, you're you feeling pretty good on a Saturday night. You're pretty you're about eight, nine beers deep. This is where you kind of take a little nap. Uh, the ACC championship game, Clemson opens up as a 28-point favorite. Whoa, it, 28 points in a conference championship game. That's insane. Over over Pittsburgh. Uh, boys, what do we got on this one? Let me Let me ask you this. Do you guys know who Pittsburgh's coach is? Dude, I'm a big Pat Narduzzi fan. Okay, okay, that's Wow, cool. I'm a big Pat Narduzzi fan. Honestly, know? I had no clue. Exactly. I had to Google that. I had no idea. Dude's a Pitt- dog. Pittsburgh, P- Pittsburgh, I didn't even know how their season was. I was shocked that they're in the ACC championship, to be completely honest. They're 7-5, and five, okay? And against the three ranked opponents they played all year, the total score, they've been outscored 115-34. to 34. Absolutely outclassed. This team has no business being on the field against Clemson. You know, they, they may have had a good year. A 7-5 and five is good at Pitt, but it's, it's just not even going to be a We're factor. firing a coach here for 7-5. and five. We're not making a freaking title game. Jeez. We're firing a coach for nine wins. Shit. Since September, though, nobody has come within 20 points of Clemson. That's not going to change. Clemson, 28. Give it to me. You know, honestly, I, I really like Pat Narduzzi because I'm going to tell you one thing right now. The last time we had a, a, a very similar Pitt team came in here, they did have a guy by the name of John Connor was the running back for Pitt at the time. They came in two Clemson. I think that's James Connor there. Oh, James <laughs> Connor. That's my bad over there. My bad. My James bad. James Connor with the hair. <laughs> with the hair. Hey. Hey. But hey, they came in. They came into Death Valley and they beat him. They flat out beat him. I like Pat Narduzzi. Defensive line oh, keeps God. it close for the first half. It's it's a close cover for Pitt. Oh no. It's a close cover. Matt, Matt. The game doesn't matter. It's a it's a win and get in type game for Clemson. They they, they can win by 3 points. They're getting in the college football playoffs. So right. I I think it's a statement game. I think it's a freaking stump. Uh Dabo I think he wants to make a statement. You know, everyone's talking about Alabama. Well, guess what? They're 12 and 0. I know they're playing in the ACC. They're playing against no one. Uh, but they got a pretty good squad there, and, and I don't think Pitt moves the ball against their front four, who has I agree. three guys, three defensive linemen in the top projected top fifteen picks. That's a, that's unreal. You, I think. Go you, ahead. Do you think Pitt is better than Boston College? 
Do you think Pitt could I think play Clemson like Boston College played Clemson? No. Honestly, the conference as a whole just needs some realignment. It, it is. is. It's, a, it's a joke. Seven and five gets you to the conference championship. And, like, let's get on. UCF in there. Come huh? on. Yeah. We and we got UCF breaking news. ACC? Big Ten fans. Jeff Brown's going, staying at Purdue, not going to Louisville. Wow. That's a shocker. I, I mean, the, the, who wants – I mean – the ACC is a cakewalk, so maybe you should have took it, but but that's just a, a joke of a conference, I think. It is, but you don't want to have to go through Ohio State. And I'm telling you right now, we keep saying it, but Nebraska next year, I'm GBR, telling you, we're on the up and – that's GBR. another team to worry about. It's another team to worry about now. So Yeah, the West is going to be madness next year, but that's its own topic there. So so we'll finish out uh, the Power 5 parlay. Last one, speaking of the Big Ten, Northwestern versus Ohio State. Northwestern's coach, Pat Fitzgerald, just won Coach of the Year. Don't know if it's that well-deserved. I don't know how good they are. They're a tricky team, but they they open up. Uh, Ohio State opens up as 14-point favorites in Indy. Boys, who do you got? I'm going to start it off here. Um, I think this game has a lot to do with what Oklahoma does with Texas because if Oklahoma – they're going to – I think Oklahoma's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a seven-point game, like I said. I think Ohio State sees that. I think they've found themselves a little bit when they played Michigan – they'll know that they need to win big to have a chance to make the playoff. I think it's another statement game. I like Ohio State big. I like this as the throw the keys on it. Ohio State. Oh, we got oh, it. Throw the keys. All right, Nick, who do you got? I actually, I'll be honest, I had a tough time with this. Um, I was at the Nebraska-Northwestern game. I mean, it was a it was a big red takeover. Uh, we should have came out with home the win. Home game. Home game. Neutral site. <laughs> should have came out with the win at that, at that game, but uh, – when I got down thinking to it, Ohio State, sixth in the final college football playoff ranking polls. Um, th- that means one thing. It, this is set up to be a bloodbath. Urban Meyer will show no mercy. He will keep running up the score on Pat Fitzgerald, no matter how good the defense is. We saw Urban take a Michigan defense, put up, what, 60, 63 points? I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath. Plus, th- get this. Did you guys hear this? Northwestern is giving away free bus rides and free tickets to the students. To make sure that they go to the game, thirty they still probably won't go. Thirty-four finals. Thirty-four. Thirty-four hundred. They'd be best to stay home. Yeah, thirty-four hundred students, which is forty-five percent of their undergrads, have have sold it, have bought the tickets, and uh, and that just means one thing: Northwestern professors, school, freaking out. It's the day before dead week. These students need to be in the classroom. They probably don't even know they got a football game. Probably don't even know. Probably don't even know. But I mean, come on. When you got when you got a former Ohio State quarterback who at one point wrote, why should we go to class if we came here to play football? You know these guys are focused on one thing. They're going to try to get to the college football playoff. They're running up the score. Give me Ohio State. Two touchdowns. Big football guy. Yeah, you know, this game's weird. This is a very weird game because on one hand, you got Northwestern, who I can't figure them out. They they seem to be two different teams two different weeks in a row. Um, they always They always find a way to keep it close. You know, I think Pat. I honestly think Pat Fitzgerald is a great coach over there. Um, but then on the other hand, you got Ohio State, who, you know, they've had their struggles, but they've still got the second or third best recruiting class in the country. I mean, the next you could argue that they got the next top talent next to Bama. So, you know, I actually think it's going to be close at first. I think that defense for Ohio State's got some some troubles, some issues. I think Clayton Thorson uh, runs on them a decent amount. Is he healthy? Is he is he still you know, wearing he's, the brace? He's not 100, percent but I think you know, title game. You kind of got a senior year. You kind of got to 
put it on the line yeah, there. This is, this is it. I think Urban gets some headaches early. You'll see a couple shots, him on his knee. Literally headaches. Literally, you know, his head. It's going. If, I think if you can remember the game plan, I think they're in good luck. But I think they run away with the second half. I'm taking uh, Ohio State minus 14 as well. Um, and just for you guys, since this is our first ever podcast, you guys are in luck. We're going to go one more bonus game for for college football. The fighting Scott Frost. Wait, the fighting undefeated, 25 in a row, Golden Knights. Just Knights. <laughs> Who cares what they are because they're, they're UCF. <laughs> we got UCF versus Memphis. UCF without Mackenzie Milton. Who do you guys got? This line opens up at three and a half. Here's, here's the deal on, on UCF. So last year, we, this was the same, same conference championship game we had last year. Right. Memphis, UCF. Memphis had the game won and gave it away. This year, same thing happened again. It was They were up, what was it, like 20 points and going to the third quarter right. and blew the game. Huge revenge game for Memphis. I think Memphis outplayed them with Milton and lost late. I like UCF too much. I, I don't like UCF without Milton. I think it's Memphis has too much. They they win the game and they and they they win it by two scores. Oh, two scores! That could almost be a super dog candidate. <laughs> uh, Nick, what do you th- what do you got on this game? It's tough, you know. I mean, what we saw from from UCF and Memphis last year, uh, obviously it's in the past, but but I don't know if Memphis has proved that they have a defense to stop UCF offense, regardless of Milton in the game or not. You know, I think that offense is is designed for wideouts and running backs just to get touches on the ball in easy situations and let them do the work. Uh, so I don't think quarterback plays the issue. Uh, and even with even with their backup quarterback in, Daryl Mack Jr., uh, he has zero turnovers on the year. And, and most people don't know this, but he's played in seven games this yeah. year. Uh, so so I really do think that the UCF will pull it out in the end. I don't think Memphis's defense has enough to stop them, uh, but I do think it's going to be a shootout. I think it might be that final possession where UCF just pulls away. Yeah, I, I almost, boys... This was almost the throw the keys on it call. I wanted to take UCF, but then I flip-flopped. This game, the thing about their backup quarterback is he hasn't turned the ball over, but when he came in, he was 6 of 12 passing for 59 yards. That's just not going to get the job That's, done. I think they got talent. I really do, and honestly, I think they win the game close. I think this is a game where they keep it going. Uh, they keep the streak alive, and they play for Mackenzie Milton after that terrible, terrible injury. But I think it's a, a last-second field goal to either win by one or two, uh, maybe even three. I, I just got to see it from Memphis to beat them first before I can before I can take it. I'm going to take you or Memphis to cover, but UCF to win the game. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. All right, so now we're going to switch gears. We are done with college football. Go to your betting accounts. Lock it in already. Throw it all in a parlay. Trust me. Don't trust these two idiots. But we're going to jump over to our Who is this guy? NCAA b- basketball now, the hardwood floor uh, for tonight's games. It is Wednesday, November 28th. A lot of good college basketball on. Uh, and we're going to switch it up a little bit. This is our college basketball snake draft. So uh, we actually are going to take turns taking picks in the snake draft order. We're going to pick three picks each. We've already uh, assigned the... Order. Nick's gonna start us off. Matt's gonna bat uh, second, and I'm gonna I'm in the hole. Um, Nick, start us off with your first pick for Wednesday. My first pick and, and my favorite pick, uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge. We got Michigan and North Carolina. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Uh, Michigan came out kind of a surprise early with how well they played, um, but and, and I think in, when it comes down to it, 
uh, UNC early in the season playing Texas. Texas really exposed uh, their deficiencies. Big pressure on the guards, and they turned the ball over. Uh, and I think John Beeline's just too good of a coach to, to ignore that. He's going to get his boys playing well up close in the grills of the, of the North Carolina players, uh, and he's going to play grinded out basketball. He's going to slow down that pace, um, and, and I think he's just going to hold it to a, to a five- or six-point game, but that's enough to cover the spread. Give me Michigan minus three and a half. I lo- love that pick. I love, I love that, that pick, pick, too, and I hate you for taking it because I wanted to take that <laughs> one. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, so actually, now that he took that pick, um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Virginia minus three over Maryland. This is kind of a tougher pick for me. I love – I'm telling you, Maryland, if you've ever seen a big-time college basketball game in Maryland, it's a tough place yeah, to Yeah, that win. is a that's it's, tough. It's a rocking atmosphere. But the thing is, I just think there's just too much defense – from Virginia. That's I, all they do. Have you seen a Tony Bennett team will play harder, they'll play smarter. I think I think Maryland's kind of a prisoner of the moment right now. I like I like Virginia minus three. I, I like that pick. That's gonna be a tough place to play, but I think Virginia, you know, every year with Virginia it seems like they're gonna be finished top five and then second round or even first round last year. And you got it you gotta to believe that they were focused all offseason after that heartbreak in uh, March. All right boys. It's time. We've used your two throw the keys on it. I got my throw the keys on it game right here. here we Glad go. you didn't take it. I'm staying in the Big Ten. Ohio State minus four and a half over Syracuse. <laughs> Absolutely. Throw the deed of your house. Throw next month's rent. Throw everything you got in your bank on this game. Ohio State. Chris Holtman, just like you said for Tony Bennett, gets him to play defense. These guys, they're athletic enough. They're long enough. They play defense uh, the entire time. They're also low-key shooting 40% from three. Syracuse couldn't throw it in the ocean. They look terrible against Oregon. They look terrible all terrible. season. They They're are without struggling. their starting point guard, and they've struggled ever since. They have no offensive identity. And I love Ohio State to run away with this one. Throw the keys on it. Ohio State, four and a half over Syracuse. Sorry, okay. Jim Behan. Tommy, I love that pick. You know, I, I, I think the Big Ten coaches are just too smart for, they are. for Jim Beheim's defense. They, the 2 3 is just not going to phase them. They know how to get around it. They'll be just fine. Yeah, and watching watching Syracuse those first two games, it's like like he said, that's just, there's, it's no miserable. I, there's no identity there. It's miserable. There's I, no identity. Well, I took them one game, and I'm never going to take them again because it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. It's a snake draft. I get two in a row here. Love that. We talked a little bit about this game early. You guys might disagree. And I hate to do this, boys. I hate to. It, it pains me to do this. I'm gonna take Creighton tonight, minus six and a half over Montana, at home. Guys, Montana just lost to Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Come on, Creighton's coming off that big win at Clemson. Any home game at Nebraska, even though it's not PBA, place is still gonna be lit. What is it? CJ CHI Health Center now. Yeah, CHI Health. Creighton's playing good basketball. Creighton's better than we thought. I'm going to take the Blue Jays, six and a half over Montana. I think they route them tonight. Like it, don't love it, don't love it, don't love it. Here, here, this is kind of a sleeper one for me that I'm going to come back with next. I got Rutgers plus 11 and a half over Miami. Okay, okay. You know, and the reason I like this, the reason I like this is a couple weeks, I think it was maybe last week, Rutgers held an Eastern Michigan team who was only like a 19-point dog to Duke to four points at halftime. These guys can play defense. Eleven is too. Eleven and a half is too much. I like. I love Jim Laranega at Miami. Don't get me wrong, but right. I like Rutgers. Give me, I think they play it close. They keep it close by halftime, and I think they Miami edges them out at the end. But they they cover. It's their first road game though. Young team. Young, Young team. team. You know, it's it's a shot in the dark, but 
that that's that's I like Rutgers. I do. Get I do. this. Get this. I actually looked this up before you went with that pick. Rutgers has the 316th ranked team based on age with an average roster of a 1.15 age which means translates basically to freshmen and sophomores hey, they got team. no fear they don't know they, how, no they don't fear. know how to lose because they know i don't one. know that miami that can miami we get them off jumping can we get them off all right nick you got two in a row here finish them off for you all right my first one i don't, I don't love it but i thought you know after after deep thought richmond plus 14 and a half against georgetown okay you know ken palm has this as a 79 to 69 point game uh that's a 10 point spread with the difference there there's four and a half points and those statistics just measure up too much. I'm taking Richmond 14 and a half. Uh, I've watched a lot of Georgetown. They got one good win against Illinois on the road. Uh, but but other than that, uh, you know, Matt McClung's about to face their team, and, and he's yeah. not even playing that you well. Know, I actually used to be a huge Georgetown fan back in the day. Chris Wright Jr., Roy Hibbert, Jeff Green's my favorite player. What's the over-under on Mac McClung getting on Center but shooting less than 25%? What's the spread on that? I'll I'll take that any day. I'd say so. Can you repeat that for me there, Tom? So what's what's we want the spread on Mac McGlung getting on Sports Center for a huge dunk, but still shooting less than twenty five percent on the game. I'd say it's got like a minus two fifty. I'm taking that. Um, <laughs> that might be my throw the keys on it. The dude he gets to the rim though. He, he does get he to the does, rim. He does, but he's not he's not there yet shooting wise. But um. Well, all right, Nick. What do you got for your second pick? All right, my third my, pick. My final pick, uh, Purdue and Florida State. It's Ooh. gonna be it's gonna be a ruckus down there in fight. Tallahassee. Um, I just watched them in their their regular season Thanksgiving tournament. They got some long dudes. They got really very dudes. tall dudes. Uh, but I, I love the Big Ten too much. Purdue goes down there, uh, plays with smarts, plays with efficiency, uh, and they're three and a half point dogs. I think that's too much. Purdue. Um, with Matt Painter, I think they go down there to Tallahassee uh, and Carson Edwards and lights up their defense. He'll, he'll be shooting 60% from three tonight, uh, and he'll light it up. Purdue, actually, I take them money line. Wow. Completely money honest. line. Yeah, so my next one, I'm actually going to throw my uh, super dog. Here. Oh, he's got his super dog. Get ready. I like UC Irvine plus seven over St. Mary. I think UC Irvine's really they're big. Who they're cares? Long. They're big. They're long. Hey, it's a, it's a sleeper game. You want to you want to open that app up tonight? This will be just for watch the 15 10 o'clock, or 16 ten o'clock tip. Just watch the box tip. score. You're not going to get it on TV. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> unless you got ESPN, but I'm telling you right now, it's a it's a UC Irvine team that's going to make the tournament. It's a St. Mary's team that's lost a lot from last year. Give me give me give me give me the Anteaters plus seven. Anteaters plus seven. All right, I love those picks, guys, because they're none of my picks. Um, I got two left here, and I'm fighting over it. But just for the sake of the pod, just to stir the pot a little bit, I'm going to take Miami minus 11.5 over Rutgers. Oh. Matt, I think you're an idiot. I think Rutgers is 4-1, and one, but they're still Rutgers. Their one loss came against another crazy athletic team in St. John's, and they lost by 20. I don't think yeah, they can defend, but they haven't played. I think St. John's is good. I think St. John's is really good. You don't think Miami's good? I, I, I haven't seen him play. Well, we got to watch him play tonight. St. John, St. John's is the only formidable offense that Rutgers has faced all year. Yeah. And they lost by 20. Go go take a peek at their – they haven't played anyone yet besides St. John's. R- Rutgers has Geo Baker and nobody else. I'm, right. I'm taking I'm taking Miami. I think it may be close at half, like you said. I think they run away with it, win by about 14-15. Give me Miami minus 11 and a half. All right, and that – that concludes our NCAA basketball snake draft. We're going to hop over to the NFL real quick uh, with our fastest two minutes ever. Not ever. We're going to go with our fastest two-minute drill. Uh, we each got three picks. We're going to get it done in two minutes here. 
So, boys, we got to get rolling on them. Nick, we're going to start with you. Timer set, go. All right, boys. Uh, first up, I got Cardinals plus 14 over the Packers. Uh, Packers played themselves basically out of the playoffs last last week, and Aaron Rodgers on the postgame saying there's still a chance. No, he gives up. Cardinals plus 14, book it. Uh, next up, I got the Browns plus 5.5. They're playing a hot Texans team, but get this. Baker Mayfield in the state of Texas in college, 13-2. and two. He's going back to Texas for the first time since Oklahoma, and he's going to show them who their daddy is. Give me Browns plus 5.5. And, and finally, give me the Rams minus 10 over the Lions. Jared Goff is a wagon. He owns Patrick Mahomes. This clinches the NFC West when the Rams go up, uh, give, get to 11-1, and one, and they have the best coach in the NFL on their sideline. Give me the Rams minus 10. All right, Matt, quick, who you got? Awesome. I got Carolina over Tampa Bay minus 3.5. like what Carolina's doing right now. They need, they need another win. And I think Tampa Bay's bad. I like. I actually go. I'm going against him. I like Houston five and a half against Cleveland. I think Houston's hot right now. I think Cleveland's going to kind of be a prisoner of the moment after their big win last year. I like Denver then over Cincinnati. Boy, we watched Cincinnati last week. That was go wrong. That Goals. was awful. Give me Denver. All right, and finally, real quick, I got Colts minus four of the Jags. Andrew Luck is hot. Jags got no Leonard Fournette. Andrew Luck actually has more touchdowns than Drew Brees and a better completion rate than Mahomes. No one's talking about him. Give me the Colts minus four. I also like Carolina minus three over the Bucks. They're fighting for that wild card. McCaffrey is hot as well. I think they win in a shootout by at least six. And finally, here's my risk it to get the biscuit pick. I'm with you, Nick. Give me the Browns to win out, you right? Bet. They're taking down the Texans. I know the Texans are hot, but it's Baker's time, and he's waking up feeling dangerous. Get Hugh out of here, and he's a different quarterback. Give me the Browns. Money line. Let's Love go. Love it. All right, boys. And that's all we got coming now we're just going to finish here with some um there are overs and unders before we get out of here um real quick for the overs i'm going to stick to thursday night i like i got saints cowboys 52 and a half saints are putting up at least 35 if not 38 and the cowboys offense has been putting up numbers late they've been putting up 20 in their last three games give me the overs 52 and a half there oh yeah for my overs i actually we touched on it earlier but i like memphis and ucf over 64 and a half, like Nick said, both defense really bad. It's going to be a high, it's going to be a shootout. Whoever's going to win is going to win late. Last last possession wins. Give me the overs, UCF Memphis. And I also touched on mine, uh, Purdue and Florida State. The over set at 148.5. Uh, we have the sixth best efficient offense in the country and a lanky Florida State team. Those two just don't match up. Florida State's going to get inside. Purdue's going to shoot from the outside. It's going to be a fast-paced game. Give me the overs. All right, here for our unders, if you're one of those psychopaths that likes to bet the unders, uh, here's what you got coming for this weekend. I got uh, in the Pac-12, Washington versus Utah. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think both teams don't have much offense. Uh, 44 and a half. I don't see it happening. Give me the unders there. I love that pick. Love that pick. My under. I like Alabama, Georgia under 63 here. I I feel like this is going to be more of that LSU Bama game where defense is solid, but Bama just enough offense to carry away in cover. Give me the Bama, Georgia unders. And to cap it all off for my under, I got to stick with the boys from Virginia and Maryland, baby. 126 and a half, that's just way too high for a Virginia team. Tony Bennett's got the boys focused after giving up 59 against a very bad Dayton team. Number one defense in the country, give me the unders, 126.5. All right, and that's going to wrap up our podcast. Everyone out there listening, go take these picks. Go throw the keys on it, especially the Browns money line. Throw the keys, win some money, tell your friends. Uh, and if you think you can beat us, send us your picks. Uh, go ahead and email at us at throwthekeysonthepodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at throwthekeys. 
been Fellas, great. it's been a great it's been a great first round. We'll see you all on Monday. Have a safe weekend. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous.